Amid the partial government shutdown, one group sometimes gets overlooked. Political appointees must stay on the job, often when they're the only ones at work. A case in point, Mark Robbins, vice chair and only member of the Merit Systems Protection Board. In fact, he was there for the 2013 shutdown. Now, this time around, you're all by yourself as the only member. Your term is about to expire in a couple of months. What is it like these days in the office when there's you don't have your other two colleagues with you? Well, it's interesting. And, you know, I've been talking to folks for two years now about the lack of quorum. And I'm afraid there's a misperception out there that a lack of quorum means I'm literally home alone with nothing to do. And as you and I have discussed previously, that's certainly not the case. But uh, this week, it certainly is the case. It is literally just me. And uh, I'm, I'm going in every day. I, I walk the floors mostly to make sure there isn't anything like, you know, like pipes leaking that need, needs to be addressed immediately. But um, I have... I have some cases. Uh, I'm, I'm working those cases, you know, again, because of the Sunshine Act. Uh, I, I am now first up on all these cases because I don't have uh, colleagues with me on the board itself. So I've got a, a, a stash of cases that will keep me busy for probably another few days before I've, I've finished what was in the pipeline before the staff was uh, furloughed uh, back on the uh, at the end of December. And um, it, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's we're in a commercial building, so there are other tenants that are coming and going. But uh, it is interesting to be the only one there. It's a little like uh, in private practice of law when I would uh, put in time on Sundays or Saturdays and would be the only one working. Uh, but it's it's different. It's uh, it's a, a bit of a lonely existence. And do you have email? Is anyone there to keep up the computer systems, or is that all down also? No, the, our our uh, intake, the, the computer system for all our electronic filings is down and got a notice on our public webpage to that effect. Um, the systems are working. I can email other essential government employees. There aren't any at the board, but I have access to that. If, if and as an agency head, I have the ability to deem someone essential. So if we truly had uh, a need to have some of the workforce return to do something, if, for instance, the Office of Special Counsel had an emergency uh, stay that it needed dealt with, I could pull in a few people for a limited amount of time to do a limited amount of work under uh, sort of an essential designation. But uh, no, right now it's just me. Everything seems to be working fine. And when you do your work, which is evaluating and making a decision that presumably will be joined by other members at some point, is that just a matter of reading and doing research and checking, a, say, a yes or no on a form? It can be that. It's it's definitely reading and reviewing the files. Uh, that constitute the the, the second level appeal, um, and and yes, I, I do sometimes uh, write in uh, either edits to a, a decision that has come up from our Office of Appeals Council, or will send back detailed instructions on how I want issues reframed or or refocused. I haven't in the last week since I've been alone. I haven't had any any extensive um, amount of revisions to the cases I've reviewed, so it's been a relatively simple process. We're speaking with Mark Robbins. He's vice chairman of the Merit Systems Protection Board. And do you ever need to consult with other people, say, in the agency or in some other agency, and there's nobody to call? I haven't yet, no. And again, I think if, if, I, if I needed that, it would be a matter of me ascertaining who essential personnel in the, um, in the other departments or agencies are. I uh, was talking with some, some uh, colleagues in the Office of Personnel Management and of course, they've they've got operations that are funded off uh, appropriations. They've got the revolving funds and trust funds for retirement and and what have you. And so, 
you know, a, a good chunk of OPM continues to, to percolate even during the, the, the partial shutdown. And even though OPM is funded uh, in the same vehicle that MSPB is. So if I, you know, if I needed some kind of technical expertise that would be uh, normal for me to seek out OPM, I'd probably be able to find someone there I could talk to. And pursuant to their earlier advice, you haven't had the need to learn how to use, say, a toilet plunger or a snake <laughs> to clean out a drain to keep paying for your rent. I, I, I no, that's exactly right. And I would deem those uh, functions essential and would find someone to do it for me. <laughs> you could designate someone essential to do that one, I'm sure. <laughs> but seriously, how long do you think that you or someone in a appointed position like that could actually function before you would say, I can't go on without staff? Well, we're the, the board is, is situated in an interesting uh, place. We, you know, we don't deal with policy and there aren't a whole lot of fires that we have to put out. Our our business is routine. The appeals come in. The appeals go through a, a, a trial at the at the administrative judge level, and then if either the agency or the uh, employee wants wants to further appeal the the judge's decision, it comes up to the full board. So there's a there's a certain you know rhythm and routine to our work, and as long as there are cases in the pipeline, and and having been at the board now for seven years, I I, I know where those where those points in the pipeline are that I can actually walk down somewhere and pick up some, some files and, and, and see what the status of those files are and what I can do alone about them. But you make a good point, which is that, yeah, if, if this goes on, um, you know, probably into the third week, I suppose, I, I'm eventually going to run out of, of files to, uh, to review. Now, that having been said, I've also got some administrative work I'm, I'm doing. Our annual report to Congress is due up uh, sometime next month, and I'm, I'm tinkering with edits to that. I've got some performance evaluations that are still on my desk. So there's there's enough administrative work to keep me uh, busy, at, at least at this point. So you do need the network to some degree if it's only to call up those, say, review files and make the comments you need to make. That's right. Yes. You haven't had to draw an electric typewriter out of storage somewhere <laughs> to start typing it. Well, you know something? I, I, I wonder if we even have those, but uh, if I had to, I would be able to do that. And this isn't your first pony ride. You were there in 2013 as a member when there was a long shutdown. That's exactly right. In fact, these these shutdowns seem to be bookending my uh, my career at the board. Um, the 2013 shutdown, which lasted, uh, as I recall, about two and a half weeks, was an interesting time for me because uh, we had a full board back then. Susan Grunman was chairman, and Ann Wagner was the vice chairman. And it was a it was an interesting and and frankly rewarding bonding experience for the three of us. We were the only three essential essential employees, and we came in every day. And we went down into the stacks and retrieved cases. And uh, because the board is subject to the Sunshine Act, we can't talk to each other about them. But we were busy working the cases, and when I was done, I would walk my case over to either Ann or Susan, and they'd do likewise. And it was funny because when the um, when the shutdown ended back then, and the staff came back. We had a number of cases that we had either fully processed or had identified issues we wanted to have further examined. And uh, it, it really bought us some street credibility with the staff because all of a sudden they realized, gosh, we've actually got three members who kind of know what they're doing here. And with respect to the Office of Personnel Management, you've got a job there too now. I do. On uh, December 20th, the president issued a memorandum to me uh, under his authority of 5 U.S.C. 1201, directing me to serve concurrently as the general counsel at the Office of Personnel Management for the remainder of my uh, holdover term here at the Merit Systems Protection Board. I'm very excited by this. It's an, it's an honor to, to be asked to do two full-time jobs at the same time, even if just for a short period of time. 
But uh, and of course, I was general counsel of OPM from 2001 to 2006. So I'm returning to an office and at least some staff uh, with whom I'm I'm very familiar. But this uh, directive from the president was vetted by the Department of Justice's Office of Legal Counsel and White House Counsel's Office. And there will be some provisions in place which will minimize any conflicts of interest. And in fact, this this directive probably would not have been possible but for our lack of quorum, because most of the issues that might put MSPB and OPM into legal conflict would arise over the board, meaning the three members doing something. And because there aren't three members, the uh, the potential for conflicts is is uh, non-existent. Really, it's it's theoretical rather than practical. Sure. So, are you able to handle, or are you handling OPM business as we speak yet? I'm not. No. The in fact, it's interesting. Uh, I, I'm an essential mem- member of the Merit Systems Protection Board, so I'm working here. Uh, I believe that the General Counsel of OPM is also considered essential, but the people who process the uh, in processing paperwork don't seem to be essential. So. My paperwork is on someone's desk who is furloughed. So you're going from finishing up an avalanche at MSPB to face one at OPM. I, I guess so. I, uh, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. I have, I have great respect for men and women at OPM, and I'm looking forward to uh, rejoining them after all these years. And one of these days, you could write a book that rivals Louis Neiser. <laughs> Except no one would want to read it. Well, I would. Mark Robbins is vice chairman of the Merit Systems Protection Board. Good luck and thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Tom. I appreciate it. Happy New Year. You too. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Whether in person or remote, Open communication with your doctor is key to managing any condition, including heart failure. How have you been feeling? Um, I'm okay. Both are great options to continue having open conversations with your doctor about how you're feeling. I've had less energy. And when you speak openly with your doctor, they're better equipped to help. Visit heartfailuretalks.com to learn more.